Okay, yeah. good to go, man. Yeah, fantastic. Welcome, Billy. Hello. <laughs> Episode 75. We're three quarters of the way to 100 now. First yeah. one in studio with a guest and the cameras and everything this yeah. year. We just realised it's been three months since we've had this type of setup. So yep. good to be back. Exactly. Can I just say my last podcast without a mullet? Like, oh, okay. Get a get mullet it? on Wednesday, so yeah, I'll be interesting. A haircut. So we are we're joined by the host of the Scottish Wrestling Network, Billy Strachan. How are you, my friend? I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm excited. I'm actually excited to be in a studio because yeah. <laughs> most of the time I'm speaking, it's just over Zoom. So it's it's kind of weird to be in a room with people while I do this. I mean, that is the thing with podcasts now. They're they're very, I mean, I guess accessible is the word. Like you don't have to, like, you know, probably 15 years ago, if you told all of us when we were in high school or whatever, you'd be able to afford a mic and a, a laptop and that would be, or even just your phone, right? I've seen people do it just basically off their phone and be able to kind of, put it out there for um not to go too cliche but for the world to see or for a demographic to see you'd be like oh that's that's not feasible you know you have to like be working in like radio or tv or something like that so it's it's cool and maybe sometimes a bad thing as well depending on who's doing it um that it's uh, <laughs> that uh, accessible now yeah i mean what what i say is uh, pretty much for me any idiot can do a podcast because <laughs> i am proof of that yeah. because i did i did it you're talking about equipment. I did it on a, a one pound pair of headphones, a laptop that's about 15 years old, and had a free version of Zoom. That was it. That's what I started with um, in my kitchen during lockdown. That's that was it. That was it for a good while until eventually my wife moved me upstairs, <laughs> uh, so I could do it there instead. But I eventually, kind of upgraded some of my equipment. Got a, a new microphone for well, for Christmas actually uh, a couple of years back, and that's about it. So it's it's literally on a shoestring budget because um, like I've said before I don't, I don't make money from the podcast so I'm not putting my own money into it I'm just kind of just using what I can yeah to no. do it. I mean that's like the best way to do it though right like I mean the reason that like we have this is because I got reimbursed a, a bunch of money during lockdown because it was lockdown it wasn't like oh go to the shop or whatever yeah. um it was just like what do I actually want to do with this because like there's rare opportunities in your life where you get that kind of sum of money and it's like a free hit, really. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, why not try something like this out? And then from there, I will admit, it became a bit of a tech nut of where I'm like, how do I get this S to sound less harsh and post-edited <laughs> and stuff like that? So it can go one or two ways. But uh, enough of kind of procrastinating that. We're here to talk about wrestling. Yeah, um, cool. So I've just got a bit of an icebreaker kind of note of like your earliest wrestling memories and how... I guess you fell in love with wrestling, like as we all did, when, yeah. especially when we were I younger, think right? Everyone goes through a phase, even if you don't stick with it. Everyone goes through a phase of loving wrestling, don't they? They, yeah. they do, yeah. I think I think that's that's it. It's a, everyone thought it was a phase, and yet here I am. I started watching when I was eight, <coughs> eight, and I'm uh, 32, 32 now. Um, I should remember that. Born in 1990, it's a really easy one to remember. Um, so my earliest memory. Uh, and I actually have thought what you may what might you ask me um, about that about my wrestling journey I suppose um, was watching it at my friend's granny's house and it was The Undertaker versus Kane Inferno match oh, um, and I don't know why at the time I was terrified of Kane The Undertaker because you know I'm eight <laughs> of course I am and uh, I, Kane got set on fire so his, his arm was set on fire he was running about um an old man who turned out to be Vince McMahon was on commentary. <laughs> the Undertaker took a teddy bear and put it into the fire and threw it in front of, of, of Mr. McMahon. And he started crying. And I was watching going, I don't know what's happening. 
but I want to see more of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after that, it was, again, my friend, um, he had loads of uh, videotapes uh, for those that are younger. We used to rewind them ourselves. Uh, we had Royal Rumble 98, which had the Steve Austin cover with like nails in his head. Um, yeah. Really cool cover of a VHS, which took me years to actually get a copy of my own because it's a cool VHS cover, so people don't really sell it as much. Um, after that, watched Heat on Channel 4. And yeah, that was that was it. I just kept kept going, and like I say, everyone thought it was a phase, and here I am, still watching it and still bagging on about it as well. To anyone who will unfortunately lead me into the subject, I will just speak about it. <laughs> that was like a time where, well, it would have been WWF at the time, mm, right? The yeah. late the late nineties of where. It was literally no holes barred, right? No story too controversial, no situation no. too over the top. What What do you think of like today's WWE and there's like stuff like NXT and things like that as well? Mm. I guess the, the mainstream promotions, I know they're getting a bit of competition with like AEW and stuff like that now as well. I think for me, it, it is what it is. If, if I go into watching WWE, I know it's for kids. It's mm-hmm. a kid's product. I'm, I'm not, I'm under no illusions, that's what it is. So I'm not going to come out after a show and go, oh, that was terrible. It was all all cartoony. It's supposed to be. That's what mm-hmm, it is. Yeah. I don't I'm not, I don't think I'm blowing anyone's mind here when I say it. it's not real. Yeah. So <laughs> so I'm very aware of that. Um, but I like that kind of larger life characters. That's my kind of that's my jam. Um, I don't I don't really watch AEW because it's too it's it's too it's tried too hard to be uh, like I don't know how to say it. But it's just trying too hard. Uh, I just like turn off my mind, turn off my brain for three hours, just watch some larger life muscle dudes bat each other, and then I'll be quite happy. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no illusions that wrestling's not real. So, uh, I, I know that I'm going to watch something entertainment, uh, entertaining as panto for three hours, and, and I'm happy with that. You kind of talked about 1997, 98. That's kind of the start of the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that was the best era in wrestling or do you think there's been anything kind of since that's maybe as good or better? Uh, so when I started watching that, so I was I was really young. So a lot of it was going over my head for all the, some of the, the more uh, raucous stuff, the more raunchy things because I was too young for it. Um, I, re- I really like, and people don't for whatever reason, but I like to, the period just afterwards, after WrestleMania 17, which was 2001, and they had, they had Invasion, which is when WCW came over, and all mm. that kind of stuff. And people hated it, because they didn't have any of the big names. But I was seeing all these new faces, and so I thought it was the best thing ever. Um, so actually, has got its time and place, but things move on. You, you can't go back there, because you can't nowadays no. on TV. Because, you I mean, like you're saying... The things that they did, you cannot do. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't. You can't do. I mean, I was I was listening to your your conversation with Mayhem Brooks, and you mentioned Katie Vick, and that was two thousand two. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. even then, that was way too yeah. Past, yeah. past the line at that point. Um, so as far as periods go, uh, I don't know. Um, actually, it was pr- pretty good. I liked the ruthless aggression era, which was just afterwards. Uh, that was my because I, I was coming a teenager when I was watching it, so it was a bit more accessible i was enjoying it more because it was just the coolest thing in the world um and i still like watching it now so it's definitely seems like this year i know there's like a storyline between um is it Sami Zayn and the 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 tribal leader and that Mm. that's something that's getting i mean i've been wanting to watch a wrestlemania because i must admit i am like a casual uh, these days but i've been wanting to watch a wrestlemania for like the last six years and get like a bunch of friends together like you know like you would do back in the day and whatnot 
And the only thing that like deters me from doing it is they've now came up with this model of having WrestleMania over two nights rather than the one show. Mm-hmm. What what's your kind of thoughts on that? Is that two separate pay per views or is it a pay per view you get to see both over two nights? As someone who used to watch WrestleMania on a Sunday and then go to work the next day, I love the two night model. Okay, okay. <laughs> because yeah, it yeah. used to be it used to be like ten hours or it could go up to ten hours if you include the pre shows and stuff. And now it's like five hours, two lots of it. So I love it. That's that's and and you get the room to do more storylines and more uh, matches and more uh, like bits and pieces because I mean last year last year's WrestleMania was great but the the main, two main events were chalk and cheese you had um, the the women's main event and then you had Steve Austin and Kevin Owens mm-hmm. and that was like the best thing I'd ever seen because it's Steve Austin yeah because he still goes Steve Austin wrestle um, so I I love the two night model and also like I say it gives more opportunities because. I don't think without it, we saw like what was it be a thirty-five or what I say was uh, the first all women's main event. It was a triple threat. I don't think we would have got another one really without the two night model, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're good enough to have that main event because matches like uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair was just amazing. So they deserved that main event spot, but they might not have got it if it was a one night show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is uh, is. WrestleMania, your favorite event of the year. I was always personally a Royal Rumble fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a Rumble uh, fan. Um, and I did also like Survivor Series when they used to make the teams because I yeah, used to like, SmackDown and stuff I used like, to like yeah, the different yeah. aspects of the storylines leading up to the teams and things. Um, yeah. is, is Royal Rumble? Royal Rumble yeah. is the best one. It's 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 just the coolest show. It's the one because I go to WrestleZone up in from the northeast in, in Aberdeen, and they do their Regal Rumble each year, and it's the easiest one for me to like get people to go to because it's like you're gonna see. At least twenty guys yeah. throw each other over the top rope. It's so easy to, to digest as a new fan as well. Uh, but the rumble is just ace, and I do two, which you know some say is overkill. But I get to see two Royal Rumbles. It's it's amazing. If I was getting to choose to go to a show, I'd choose Royal Rumble, WrestleMania for the experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Royal Rumble would be the one you pick. Yeah, but Survivor Series. Yeah, way back when, when they actually had stories leading up to it, it wasn't just Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. They don't interact until then. When they had things like uh, team names and uh, with, again the invasion angle, they had a uh, team WCW, team alliance against team WWF, yeah, and all that, that kind of going they kind into of had it. Like an so. ECW angle as well for a bit yeah, as well. Around yeah, like so 2005. They've got all that kind of uh, stuff going into it. So yeah, Raw Rumble, absolutely, absolute pinnacle, top one. Uh, but I do like the big, the big four. The, yeah, you can't, can't go wrong. I mean, I, I stayed during lockdown anyway. I because I, I work from home, I still do. Um, I stayed up to watch like all of them each yeah. month because you know I used to enjoy it in elimination chamber. That, yeah, that, that, that was, that was oh, yeah. I used to enjoy amazing, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that was the first thing that I ever watched because uh, I was a bit late to the party. It was about maybe two thousand four, two thousand five. It was the one that Cena retained the title and Money in the Bank had just became a thing. Oh, and, I... and the rated R superstar of all opportunists <laughs> came out and speared him like three times and pinned him. And I was like, "What is uh, this?" I, I, I have a nerd because I know that's New Year's Revolution. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a really, that was a good uh, chamber as well. That year. yeah, yeah. Chris Masters, where did he go? Do you remember that? He yeah, had, like, the challenge with the master, the lock. master lock. Yeah, man, I remember. Oh, it's, it's throwing back. Yeah, so I know. It's nostalgia trips. Right, yeah, man. it's brilliant. Like. Um, so we'll move a little bit on to your wrestling podcast and local wrestling. Um, you catch a lot of ro- local wrestling. You've had a lot of local wrestlers on your show. You've also had quite a few big names on your show as well. Mm. Right, um, yeah. Do you do you catch pretty much all local wrestling, or is it 
is it specific promotions you go for mm -hmm. specific specific wrestlers you go to see or how do you how do you pick uh well i mean for up here anyway WrestleZone is your your is Aberdeen, so it's it's my closest one. So that's what I go to all the time, or try to go to as much as I can, um, because you know money and time and um, having a child, <laughs> I have to pick and choose <laughs> if I can actually go kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, W3L run twice, once or twice a year, which I think I think you guys went to the last one. Yes, we did. yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, uh, which so I go to that as well because it's five minutes along because I'm in Lesbury, so it's mm -hmm. just a, a skip away. Um, so that's the ones I, I go to regularly. I don't really venture outside of that now because just because of, of the distance. Uh, but as far as keeping up to date, I keep up to date with just about everything in Scotland. Uh, even if I don't cover them on my website itself, yeah. um, I just I kind of keep up to date with the results because I post them, post results. I, I've got people that I can speak to that will send me things like reviews and previews as well. So I get to know what's happening. Um, and because... Quite a few of the guys around the country know who I am as well. They, they kind of keep me up to date with bits and pieces. So everything in Scotland, I've got at least an eye on somewhere, somehow. Yeah. But going to see it live, it's usually Aberdeen or Elkin that I'll be going to. So we, like you mentioned, we went to the, the last W3L show. At, it was a, the oh, Bishop That, that was amazing. Man. Yeah, like we, we kind of went, because obviously <laughs> we went to go see um, uh, Bradley Mayhem Brooks. Yeah. Um, and we were, you know, we sat down and we kind of noticed there was, a, there was obviously a lot of uh, children and parents with children. That I was like, this will probably be a watered down version of what we think it was going to be. And how oh how wrong God, could we, we have been? Like God. one of the guys spat in the referee's face. Yeah. There was a guy, Iron Grew. There was a guy who had him on your show. Yeah, 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 like he he was getting yeah. uh, kids I, I, to give him Iron Brew from I, I, the crowd. Yeah, there was a, there was. A, a guy that came out and called a whole bunch of kids dossers. <laughs> and I'm like, what is, what is happening here? <laughs> but we, we were like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then like when, Bra uh, when Mayhem came out and was fighting for the title, there was a pocket of um, his mates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, um, if there was any kind of unwritten rule of, you know, behaving PG-13, was right out there talking <laughs> shit to the guy that he was fighting. And it was like, this is absolutely wackadoo, but yeah. it's brilliant. Uh, it was great entertainment. Like That's it. Yeah. I, that's why I always push the live experience because I, I know watching it on YouTube or watching it on TV, it's not the same because mm -hmm. you don't get to feel the atmosphere of a show. Yeah. But if you go, because uh, I, I drag I drag my wife to, to her first show. It was, well, actually her first show was a rumble. So it was very easy to sell her, sell her on it. But um, she won't watch it on TV. She doesn't care about watching it on TV, but she'll come see it. Yeah. because it's just fun it's just so uh i think my mom, my mom took me to my first show ever which was 2006 wwe in aberdeen acc and she said it was the most unfiltered unadulterated uh, you can say anything you want and no one's going to judge you at these shows <laughs> and this was a show where where it won't it wouldn't happen now but um there was a i don't know if you remember the spirit squad yes yeah, yeah. Uh, they were against the highlanders and rick flair and Ric Flair turned around to one of them and went, you're all homos. And one came in and, and he went, you're the biggest homo I've ever seen. And everyone was going absolutely nuts. Couldn't happen now, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that everyone was just going, yes, this is the best thing ever. And then we were chanting at them as well, like homo, homo. was like, oh, this is awful, but... I'm just, I'm going to join in because that's just part of the experience. <laughs> I mean, Ric Flair is an absolute wild man. Like, he, I remember he was in the Money in the Bank match. I think it was at WrestleMania, they're 22 or 23. And I, I, I can't remember who ended up winning, but I think it might have been Edge. Edge always seemed to win Money in the Bank. It was basically, might as well have called it the Edge box at one yeah. point. But 
Um, there's a point, I think Ric Flair, he must be like 80 now, maybe late 70s. I mean, he's next step dead. I don't know how yeah. he is already. But, but he was like wrestling at 65. And this is like a few years before his last match against Shawn Michaels at Mania mm. and, and whatnot. And he gets suplexed off the top of a ladder. And I'm like, what is actually, like, he could have literally died. <laughs> yeah. you know, All was, things considered, he had a plane crash in like the 70s and yeah, broke yeah. his back. So unbreakable. Why is he still man. doing it? He's like deadlifting. I've seen like him deadlift like 500 pounds and he was like 75. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, admittedly, he must be on rocket fuel to do that. But yeah. aside, <laughs> still amazing stuff. He do what he wants. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I want to talk about, um, so when I watched your podcast and, that, and I, messaged, uh, I mentioned to you when we were having the correspondence over social media that... I've seen your podcast before, even before we got to talking and that. I just didn't realize you were in the local area because, mm-hmm. you know, um, forgive our ignorance here. We kind of thought we had entered a, a bit of a niche market yeah. being in the money area <laughs> and being on a podcast. But we've been proven very, very wrong over yeah, that time. Yeah, and we're finding out over the weeks that there's more and more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people have put the chasers on yeah. and stuff. And it's like, oh, we thought we were doing okay. But, um, uh, one of the things I always notice is the amount of memorabilia that you have oh, in the background. Can I ask about, especially related to wrestling, the amount of memorabilia belts, stuff like that? Because we've all, I remember ordering... I've got a question to follow um, on from that as well. Yeah. WWE.com, I remember waiting for weeks to get the, the spinner belt, you know, the, the Cena oh, one was like a 10-year-old, nice. yeah. and just like waiting for that moment to get the replica, you know? Uh, well, I can tell you, for, for, for one, if you watch the first couple of episodes, I've only got, well, I had the belts already, because... Because I, I I just did uh, and they're they're ace, uh, but I only had like maybe a couple things in my background. But because lockdown happened, you know, money mm-hmm. you had loads. You had more of it because you weren't traveling anywhere. Um, so that's why I've got all these pops because I had four when I started, and now I don't have four. It's like, <laughs> it's a lot more than <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but as far as my Rubila goes, that's just the stuff that's in my house. Mm-hmm. I've got my parents' loft full of stuff as well. I've got like three hundred tapes and uh, DVDs, and I've got. Um, just odd things because I'm a big Hardy Boys fan. Yeah, so yeah. I had one of those mirrors that has their face on it. I got a doormat at one point with the Hardy Boys logo on it. Um, but no, yeah, that's that's pretty much. I don't know if my parents were happy or not because I didn't go out. I didn't go out drinking or, or anything like that. I just it didn't interest me at all. But I would just, I would just go to eBay and buy some WrestleMania Revealer. That would be my vice. Yeah, <laughs> or I'd go to Saturday Market when it was it was oh, about Saturday Market. Do you remember place. that? Yeah, I would, I would go on the bus on a Saturday from Rothes because I lived in Rothes. Get the bus, go into get the stop outside the Saturday Market, have my wee side bag with me, spend twenty five quid, come home with like ten tapes, and that would be my that'd be my wee Saturday treat, payday treat. I would I would go in and go buy a bunch, maybe get a <laughs> Ashfield, go Ashfield Whale or something like that, and then just head home. It was I was very. I'm, very simple in my, in my uh, what pleases me. Hey, but at least the, like, there's a visual representation of that left over, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, going out drinking and that, you, you know, you can't keep the, and, the headache forever. No. You know what and, I mean? and you're going to be sitting on a gold mine eventually. Yeah. Exactly. Well, but the belts, uh, so the first one I got was the Undisputed Belt. That was, that was I got that for my 18th birthday. So it was about... Was that like the classic JBL type one? Yes. 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 Yeah. So that was, I got that for my 18th birthday and... I've got some very cringeworthy photos of me posing with it because, you know, you got a belt. Yeah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then after that, I, I bought the cruiserweight. You should have brought a belt on. I know. I know. Oh. I had a thought. Well, Fraser said he's coming back. Well, we're meant to be getting tons of belts on here from yeah. a different sport. I mean, yeah. you know, get all the belts. Get all, yeah. <laughs> that could be what gets rid of the echo in the room. Just have belts <laughs> all over the wall. <laughs> but a better ones I got from eBay and I... 
the, I mean, the European ones was a steal. Everyone's shocked. It was 120 quid. That's how much I paid for it. And it's an actual original 2001 replica. Damn. So it's got the WF plate on it as well. So it's it. I shouldn't have got it for that cheap, but no. I did. And it's my pride and joy. I got it signed. I took it to shows. I got it signed by Hurricane, DDP. Uh, I didn't get signed by X-Pac. So I met I met X-Pac, but I didn't get signed by him. So it's it's my it's my pride and joy. It's the best belt I've I've got. So, but no, it's yeah. I'm, I'm a big nerd, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> I have lots of of bits and pieces, not just from the um, WWE stuff as well, but I've got loads of like little bits and pieces, posters from local shows as well, and. Uh, there's a show in Inverness, uh, Rock and Wrestle, used to do shows at the Ironworks. And their first show they did, uh, they had like show cards, the ring girls and everything. And so I got, I, I was able to get one of those because I was, I was doing transport for the show. So uh, so I've got one of those in my loft. It's got Jay Lethal on it. Uh, so it, I've got some weird and wonderful things over the years. Uh, W3L, you didn't, so you didn't see them because... Uh, visa issues apparently is what I keep getting told there's a guy called the Bulgarian Baker okay it is by it is both the worst and best thing I've ever seen at a wrestling show <laughs> so it's it's clearly one of the guys that don't have a match or, or or don't have a second match on the show they dress they've got a mask on they wear some Baker overalls and they call themselves the Bulgarian Baker they come out with a loaf of bread usually <laughs> it's awful but I love it and uh I, I I thought it was so bad. One year, the Bulgarian baker presented me with a signed baker's hat. Oh, at a show, wow. and it was just like I say, it, it. If I describe it, it doesn't sound good. When you see it, yeah, it, it, it is. It, it's still not good. But if you see it each year, the he changes size, shape, uh, ethnicity. Uh, <laughs> Because it's clearly just just whoever's left. Oh, there's a joke in there, but I'll leave it alone. <laughs> but no, it's, it's just one of the worst. But yeah, I've got I've got yeah too much possibly of uh, of crap really. Uh, but you know there could be a gold mine in there somewhere. Is there any of the I, you talked about title belts and you've obviously got your favourite possession. But thinking back on all the belts, is there any belt in particular wrestling you think that 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 is my favorite belt because personally i always like the intercontinental belt with the, oh, globe the, on oval, it. the oval one yeah, yes. the yeah. Globe, that was kind of mine because um when you think of a belt you always think of a wrestler wearing it don't you it's mm. like i always thought of val venus wearing that that's a random choice but yeah. i like it <laughs> that was kind of like my wrestling time like um so have you got a favorite belt um that's a great great pick actually I, I, again it's one that more older school fans don't like because they like the classic uh, intercontinental belt from like the the 90s early 90s that you like had ultimate warrior wear and all that kind of stuff but i like the oval belt because it was my time um the wf belt at that time the um big eagle yeah steve uh, austin the rock that'd be yep. the, or triple h even you would be the ones that you'd um put that belt with uh but that was the best i actually had well i didn't have one i thought i won one on ebay and again, I should be it was too good to be true. I think I won it for eighty pounds. So I just bought, I just got the European belt. I thought this is great, excellent, two for two. Then it arrived and it was the kids' replica. So it was still leather, but it was that big. Ah. By that, so I had to resell it. Well, because I wasn't keep it, but but I regret not. I regret selling it because I thought that's still a cool thing to have yeah. in my collection. But uh, but no, it'd be that one. That would be my favorite. But European belt was my favorite anyway. So I was why I was lucky enough to get that one. 
Can we talk a bit about your earliest days of, uh, <coughs> I guess, podcasting radio? Because I, I hear that you used to do hospital radio oh, in the local area. Can you tell us how that came about? Because when I hear hospital radio, I always seem to think of the Still Game episode. Have you mm. seen it where Jack and Victor go up? Oh, and, and they play what's and the then song? They, yeah, they go from playing songs to like, interviewing people. Yeah, they yeah. get like the head of the hospital on. <laughs> yeah, that's how I imagine it. <laughs> so I did, I did uh, MFR did a radio course uh, called Radio Skills. Um, which unfortunately I didn't finish, but at least I learned enough to kind of get going with it. Um, it was the, it was the travel, and I just I wasn't coping with it mentally, going back and forth to Inverness uh, so often. Um, there was loads of other bits of things happening at the same time, so I couldn't finish the course. But I saw Wave Radio were doing just what hosts on. I was like, you know, it's Doctor Gray's. I lived at um, where did I live? I lived in Saint John's Court at the time. Um, so next to was it Cobbett or Curry's? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a quick walk away, so I could walk over and, and do it. And yeah, my first go was I was sitting in. It was a country show, so you know I was well up my street. Uh, <laughs> so so I, yeah, I was sitting in, and suddenly the the guy went, "Right, do you want to take over?" Like, okay, I don't know anything about country music, but let's go. And then I got a, a, a slot doing it once once a week and. You could take your own music in, so I, took, I just took a, a wee pen drive and plugged it in and played music. Uh, mostly it was just stuff I liked. Uh, there was obviously a, a list of things we couldn't put on, we couldn't put anything that was inappropriate to to hospitals or Yeah, you couldn't or, be like Slayer raining blood on. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the one I always remember was like, it was Tiny Tempest Pass Out was the option. You can't, yeah. you can't have that. So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I like the song, but okay, fair enough. Um, so I did that for a bit. And then I, I did, I didn't really do interviews. Um, but I did, did kind of some, some like interviews with people when I went to shows. So I would just play them out and I would just go to the toilet or something and come back uh, or, Meatloaf was always a favourite if I needed to go to the toilet, play that back to back, just go away. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was fun. It was just it was I wasn't it wasn't rewarding enough for me at the end because I think they were they were expecting more of me. I was like, this is just a volunteer role. I'm not. I'm just yeah, here for yeah. I'm here for an hour, hour and a half. This is all I want to do. They were trying to put me on the committee and all that. I don't want to be on the committee. <laughs> I just want to I just want to play some music for an hour and a half. Um, at one point I did like an hour of music and I uh, tried to do half an hour of wrestling stuff just because I thought that's a nice sweet way to yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. reach in. So I'd play wrestling themes and stuff like that. And uh, it was good fun. But, but yeah, something about just speaking into the ether, nobody there. Yeah, like, yeah, even, yeah. Even though I, I prefer, like, even though I find this like odd speaking to you guys in, in front person, of me yeah, in person, yeah. um, it's just weirder just speaking into nothing because mm-hmm. you yeah. don't know if anyone's listening. Uh, my wife didn't even listen to the show, so she did. I don't even know uh, <laughs> if, if anyone was listening at all. So I was just for ninety minutes. I was speaking absolute nonsense, and nobody could have heard a thing. So at least I know where the podcast one person is listening because it's the person I'm speaking to. At yeah. least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't. As I said, we've said it before. We don't make this for the masses. No, no. I mean, quite happy to just listen back to just, ourselves. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't do that. I can't listen to myself. No, it's uh, awful. I mean, I, I'm we're, I'm forced to because like with the multicam, I have to go back through i always feel quite vain listening to myself back like oh i've watched my podcast um so i guess that kind of like went on to because i've seen you do a video where you went back and watched a bunch of the stuff you did in like 2010 for like other (laughs) other channels and that i guess was that around the same time did that kind of come on along after that right so so 
Oh, that, of all the episodes to watch, that's the one you went for. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was such an awful experience for me. Um, so way back when, I don't know if you've heard of OSW Review. Uh, no. Uh, no, you do. That's the channel that it was on though, right? It was, it was OSW Chat. So um, back on Bebo. Oh, uh, wow. Jeez. I was part of a group called Old School Wrestling. So that was just the group. Uh, it was three of us. It was myself, uh, David, Malloy, and uh, Jay Hunter who hosts OSW Review, um, which you should check out if you're wanting some of your older stuff. There's three Irish lads just speaking about it. It's, it's really good. Um, so yeah, we, we set that up. Then we moved to Facebook eventually. and But during that time, I did a show called Ask Billy, where I was just, we had quite a good community and they would ask questions, I would answer them. That was it. So I did that for a while. Thankfully, well, I say unthankfully because there's still two episodes left on that channel and I can't <laughs> access it. But um I, I scrubbed the rest of them because they were just horrific. And I, I recorded them on iCreate on the PS3 and edited, edited them on iCreate as well and uploaded them through the PS3 also. So, like I'm saying, shoestring budget. Yeah. Um, but that's crazy creative, though. Like, you yeah. never expect to. How are, you, how are you not like boxing YouTubers right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Nobody wants to hear me speak. That's <laughs> right. oh. But no, I did, did it through iCreate, so all that editing was, was through there. And um, I had a TV that could split screen. And for somehow, because well, my dad worked at a, a tip and he got a PS3, he found a PS3, so I was chucking it out. It didn't work. I got it home just held down the reset button and it <laughs> so i had two so so i had one on one screen and one on the other so one had my questions on bebo or facebook through their internet browser one had the i create um so i did, did it all through that but um that's so i was 2010 and the radio was 2014 i think it was so so that was after the youtube stuff, yeah so it was a, a big gap uh, and i tried to do like the podcast because the site was originally called osw tv because um, it was supposed to be like a wee magazine show for an hour or something like that. Again, they're all gone. They're, they don't exist anymore. I don't have any backup copies of them because they're bad. <laughs> they're so bad. Um, so, so yeah, it was I was afterwards, but I kept trying to do the podcasting. Just, nothing really hit. And then lockdown came. I could do Zoom. It was free. I could record it. I, don't, I really don't edit unless something comes about where they go, yeah, you need to take this bit out because I've mm. said something really bad that mm. I don't How edit. often does that happen? Not as often as, you, as you'd think. So maybe t- twice, three times I've had to do it. If I, and I'm I'm not an editor mm-hmm. when it comes to video. I can do it on audio yeah, yeah. pretty well um, because I did that MFR course, but video, I'm terrible at it. So it's it's such big, dirty cuts if if I'm taking bits out. Um but uh, yeah, so it doesn't doesn't happen that often because I'm quite. A lot of people have said I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kiss my own arse here. But a lot of folks say that I, I create such a relaxed environment that they're quite chill with speaking about whatever. And usually afterwards they're like, ah, cool, that's fine. We just, we just had a chill chat. Don't worry about it. But no, I, a lot. The worst thing I suppose for wrestlers is really is is remembering that some names aren't supposed to come out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the most recent one I recorded came out on Friday with KOE. Um, again, again, I didn't edit them out because I didn't ask, but the, the first five minutes was them keep calling each other the real names. And before they, they were like, no, wait, no. <laughs> but, uh, but no, that's, that's the only thing that really pops up. But no, editing, like I said, I don't like editing. So I top and tail it. 
take out the silence at the start, silence at the end, intro, outro. I do it through Movie Maker, Windows Movie Maker. So again, old ass equipment. Here it uh, still works though, man. It still it yeah. still works. Just about. Um I don't even know what the question was. I'm sorry, just, just touched <laughs> it off. So <laughs> I, well to follow up to that, I guess when you have guests, because obviously you've had the likes of like Grado, mm. you've had one of the Highlanders, uh, the, the biggest athlete in Europe, um, one of the spirit squad. Yeah, Lee was yeah and me. I was actually looking into this guy. He they he beat Kane and Big Show for a tag title. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nuts. <laughs> like, oh, I love the spirit squad. No, no, again, not many people do, but I, I've actually got all five members in actual figure form again in my my parents' loft. But um, I thought they were geese, and it was just one of those chance i knew knew he wrestled in scotland for discovery and i was like and and i saw about that show in in aberdeen and i was like his his twitter inbox is open why not why not and he replied to me within a day he went yeah sure we can do that (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) grado was a lot harder to get hold of (laughs) but but it was one of those weird things grado that episode i didn't have anything any notes prepared because he messaged me that morning saying i might have an hour spare later i'll let you know and i was like uh, okay <laughs> oh, all right and then i was putting i was trying to put my son to sleep um sounds that sounds really like <laughs> um, but, uh, and i got the text i got the message through twitter going i'll be i'll be free in 15 minutes I was like, okay <laughs> so i just had hand them to kelly and just go yeah i'm gonna go speed creator so, so, <laughs> But I mean, that, that was the question. Do you get nervous before interviews? Um, no. No? No, I think it's... I'm more nervous doing this because, again, mm. face-to-face. Zoom's fine. Zoom, I, I'm quite an anxious person when it comes to face-to-face things like this. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to Zoom, if it goes wrong, I can just feign uh, tech issues and just yeah. end, end, end the meeting. Click, click that. Click yeah, that. Like, just, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it stopped working. Oh, no. But... I mean, what's the worst that can happen on a Zoom call? Yeah, exactly. They can't punch me, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plan. We might have to, yeah. <laughs> considering this guy asks, like, every fighter we have on if they've ever been knocked out, we yeah. might have to adapt yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. That, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, I mean, obviously with Grado, he is probably one that has went the most mainstream in the mm. Scottish wrestling scene, and he's such a, like, obviously he's been in Scott Squad and, and other things as well. He's got a really successful podcast with a few um, other guys one of the guys is from um, is it Gary Tank Commander um, uh, Rob Florence he's got yeah. one with yeah Burson. Rob Florence as well yeah, yeah he's also um, a big wrestling fan I think he mm-hmm. actually had Chris Jericho on his wrestling podcast which yeah was, um, wrestling daft one is, is excellent um, it's, it's one of my regular listens when it comes to I don't like I don't really listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts well, that's actually um, one of my questions what, what other podcasts do you listen to uh, I mean I listen to wrestling daft that's my kind of Friday I, I've got like Friday, I listened to that. I listened to Shag Mardinoid as well from uh, Chris Rose and Ramsey. Most of my re- most of my podcast listens aren't really wrestling outside of Cultaholic. I like to listen yeah. to them because they've got really just a good team of guys. They they make things interesting yeah. without really trying. It just seems like it's your mates speaking about wrestling, wrestling daft, and then just just entertainment stuff outside of that. So really, not a lot of wrestling podcasts. I don't know why. I just don't listen to them. I guess because. I was about to say, I don't know why, but I think I've, I know why. It's because I find a lot of podcasts can regularly go into the negative. I don't I don't like listening to negative podcasts. Yeah. What's the point of, of sitting there for an hour of someone moaning about 
something that they can't change when I can listen to something that's positive, a bit of fun, because you don't have a lot of time on, on this planet anyway. Why would I listen to something so negative for however many time? And a lot of podcasts, a lot of wrestling ones anyway, they start getting a bit sad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially if it's wrestlers as well, because they've lived it and they've had the worst experiences and they they've they know what's right as well. And I'm listening going, this is a sad listen. I want to go and listen to someone just make like, I don't know, fart jokes or something. It's way more fun that way. Um, but yeah, so podcast wise, you know, Cultaholic, Wrestling Daft, and then just anything else, Weekly Planet. Um, just anything that's just uplifting and entertaining. Yeah. I think you make a great point there about like negativity on the yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I never even thought about it like that because. A lot of the kind of podcasts that I listen to are kind of quite topical, so I'm, you know, I'm I'm making my own downfall there because it's like obviously like stuff like politics or current affairs and all this type of stuff, and it's like I kind of see that as like chocolate cake for the mind. You know, it's bad. You know, it'll give you diabetes, but you just jump in for it anyway. And that kind of seems like we're um, yeah. I've listened to two pods on the Holocaust this week, and it's like, why the fuck am I listening to this? But (laughs) Yeah, okay, you, I, don't you, know, I, yeah. I wouldn't go that quite far. No, honestly, okay, like, <laughs> no, 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 like grim, grim ones. Yeah, yeah, but like, like a history, kind yeah, of, a history yeah. kind of ones. Like, see, but, see, I don't know why people listen to like um, true crime ones. I'm like, this is just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's so popular, but I'm listening to going, but they're inherently sad. Yeah, yeah. Why are you listening? There's to no this? happy ending here. Exactly, <laughs> it's like unsolved mysteries. Well, you know that how it's going to end. So. Yeah, they solve it, <laughs> or, or they don't. I, mean, I, I just, uh, it's it's not for me. But you know, that's just people like what they like, and I I like to, I like uh, a world where it's all sunshine and rainbows, even if it's not. At least in my podcast listening, I can choose to listen to nice things, so I I do. Yeah, no, hundred percent, and I, I would imagine that's like a massive aid to like your mental health and stuff like that, rather than what we were saying yeah. going down the, the kind of popular road of like, oh, you know, listen to people argue or whatever it, it may be. It probably is, but it's probably a detriment as well because I could just bury my head in the sand, mm. so I can ignore all the bad stuff. But it's probably not a healthy thing to do either. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, I find a balance made me happy, so I'll yeah. stick with it. <laughs> do you consider yourself a podcaster, Billy, or do you feel you're more like a wrestling journalist? Uh, I would never consider myself a journalist. I don't think I'm qualified enough for it. I would say, I wouldn't even say I'm a podcaster really because I don't, I feel like I don't do enough to call me, I do, I do enough episodes, but I don't feel like I do enough to call myself a podcaster because like I was saying to you, I don't, I really don't edit. I try not to. So I don't, I don't really work on my podcast at all. I just hope for however long I've spoken to them, nothing's went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I might listen to it back on two speed if I think something's gone wrong, but I really don't like listening back to my own stuff. Yeah. Um, so I avoid it as much as I can, which again, it's probably not a good thing to do. Um, there could be episodes out there that are absolutely fried, and I just trust that someone will tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone listens to it and they go, yeah, something happened around about the five minute mark, all right, okay, I'll go fix it then. Um, I don't want to say journalist, but I do a lot of, of writing about wrestling as well. But I don't. I think you need some sort of qualification to call yourself a journalist. Personally, yeah. I would say blogger would blogger. probably be the most mm-hmm. appropriate yeah. one that I would say was a, a, a vlogger. We'll go vlogger. That's probably yeah. as yeah. as accurate. <laughs> I would say I, I, I am. But that, I mean, that's the main thing about any kind of form of media is the actual conversation. Like, obviously, you can make it fancy with 
you know, compression and EQ and whatever else may come into like people's thoughts when it comes to like the post process of it. But it's like the actual conversation sucks. Mm-hmm. That is totally irrelevant in the end, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I've had some episodes where they've they've just not went the way that I thought they would go. Uh, a lot of the time, they're fine. There, there has been there was one episode where a guy zoned out mid question, which that was the worst thing ever because I saw him do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I literally watched him. Just I was asking a question, and I literally just saw him just go and just zone out. And I was like, "Ah, oh, this is not going well at all." <laughs> I think it's one of my shorter episodes because I thought, "Well, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm not going to listen to you." So let's just kind of yeah, yeah, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. <laughs> um, I've done my first like twenty episodes. I did no prep. I literally. I, uh, no notes, no questions. Nope. No, uh, I learned like that episode, whatever episode it was, where I absolutely blanked mm. totally. I was like, no, I need to write notes now. That's this needs to happen. And even then, I've got like maybe a page that big. Yeah, of notes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like. I think you can go one or two. You can be underprepared or overprepared, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. So I, I rely too much on my own uh, knowledge for the first few episodes that I learned, no, I, I need to, I need to actually have some, at least backup or bullet points or something or, or dates maybe. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, yes. Yeah, some of the, some of the episodes have been really great chats, but I couldn't tell you what happened. Like even with the one Grado, it's 45 minutes long. I don't know what we spoke about <laughs> outside of, I remember the first question, which was how do you balance it? That's the only thing I remember asking. And, that is all I remember from the conversation. But I, I enjoyed it. So. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> thing, man. 100%. Well, it's a favourite uh, guest you've had on so far. Uh, I've had quite a few. Uh, Grado was just, because it's Grado. Yeah. Uh, having him on was good fun. Um, getting one of the Highlanders on, Rory McAllister, that was just... Yeah, that's massive. That's, that was yeah. massive. That was just so cool to have him on. I like having, there's episodes with uh, Scotty Swift. So he wrestles, well, he's, he's not wrestling in Aberdeen at the moment, but he does... These episodes are like two hours long because he's. I ask a question and he somehow he spins off into a tangent, and I don't know. We still have. I don't. Again, I don't know what we've actually covered in those episodes. I think it's four of them now, three of them now, and they've all been like two hours long, and we just end up just shooting the shit for two hours, and it's just a good laugh. Um, other ones of of well, my favorite wrestler in the UK is, is Aspen Faith. I've had him on a couple of times. I was the t-shirt I'm, adore, I'm, I'm wearing. Uh, so that's just cool to have because he's my favourite wrestler in the country. So it's cool to get him on. When, when you reach out to everyone, is it simply just through social media? Is that who you... Yeah, yeah, yeah Twitter. Uh, one of the... Is it Alex, the guy that's got like a massive following on YouTube? He's got like over a... Oh, Alex Webb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched a little bit of um, your talk with him where he's, um, he's very uh, into Saints Row and stuff like that. Yeah. And you were talking about how... There was a movie as well you had to subject your son to that was really oh, boring and stuff. Bloody like Morbius. <laughs> I hated that film so much. <laughs> but it's it's mad how accessible these kind of people are because mm. like you would think just off the top of your head, oh, they've got 100,000 followers or that's great. Oh, he's on mainstream telly and stuff yeah. like that. There's no way that they're going to come and do something like this. But it's obviously cool that like they're still accessible with their time and stuff like that. Has there ever been one of your least favourite interviews? You don't have to mention a name or anything like that. Or we can cut this out altogether. Don't any no pressure. Um, no, I mean outside of the guys zoning out, that was just I was just I was I was furious to be honest. Uh, but I I, I was fight. I, like I didn't say anything at the time. But I was after after I stopped recording and he left the Zoom chat. I was like, I can't believe he did that. <laughs> and it was I was so annoyed. But mainly because I had a guest booked in that for that slot, but they pulled out. Mm. So I put, I just put out a tweet going, 
anyone available, I've got an oh, hour. So they reached out to so you. So they reached out to right, me okay. and, z- and zoned out of the chat. And yeah. Like, Why did you do this? Um, but no, I, I've had pretty, they've all been pretty good. I can't think of one where I've, outside of that one, I can't think of one where I've, I've went out going, God, they're a bit of a dick, to be honest. Mm. There was one, uh, actually, which not so much it was a dick, but he said something that really just irked me. And it was, he, he didn't, he didn't, he said that because I I'd, I'd written reviews of of shows that he was on and I wasn't very impressed by him, um, and I'm I'm captain positivity. So if I say something negative, it's pretty much warranted. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think anyway. And uh, they said uh, they said oh I, I I read the reviews but I don't really listen to them. I don't really take them on board unless my coaches say I need to improve something. I'm like. No, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. We've got to cheer or boo you. You've got to kind of go with us as well. Uh, but no, generally everyone's been sound, and everyone knows what. Everyone seems to know me somehow, some way. So they know I'm not going to be one that's going to be uh, posing the hard hitting questions. I'm not going to be asking some weird or wonderful things. I'm not going to be. Making them um, uncomfortable and yeah, all that type of stuff. Because uh, I would want to be made uncomfortable. But also, at the same time, you're not kissing their arses. No, except Grado. I did that. Uh, <laughs> That's understandable. <laughs> but, no, but no, no. Like I said, I've carried my set questions. Um, usually, the first one's always the same. If it's the first time, how'd you get into wrestling, etc. Um, and that kind of breaks the ice. And I just take it from there. Because at the end of the day, they're just people. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. no, 100%. So you've got to speak yeah. to them like they're people. And... Uh, even even with Grado, uh, God, he's getting mentioned so many times in this episode. Um, even with Grado, it, it was still he's, I've seen him at shows. I've seen him in, in like the Northern Hotel and, and all these like little places in in Murray and Aberdeenshire and Aberdeenshire. Like, what was that accent? Um, Aberdeenshire. Um, and he's I've spoken to him. I've got pictures with him, and he's 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 got a mind like a steel trap because he always recognizes people if he sees them again. Um, so every time I went to a show. He went, oh, when I'm going to be, when I'm going to be in your podcast, I went, well, you tell me because I've, yeah, yeah. I've emailed Anytime. you. <laughs> I've emailed you, and he went, oh, I'll get back to you. But, all right, so I email him again the next show. When I'm going to be on, <laughs> you tell me because <laughs> I've told, I've, 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 I've sent the request here. Um, but no, uh, uh, positive experience all around. Though it's been, it's been. Good. I wouldn't still do it. I wouldn't still be doing it if I didn't, you didn't enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. I have to ask you about Thatcher, right? So oh, right. okay. I watched the episode with Thatcher Wright and I've been aware of Thatcher Wright because I kept up with the nice first of all, I think ICW, what they do with storylines and that is fantastic. <laughs> the way that they kind of have um Scottishized uh, the WWE format, if you will. Yeah. So he his character is set around being a Margaret Thatcher supporter. Yep. And he then has a like a tag team called the Cabinet, which I've got to hand it to him. It's genius. Yeah, it's, like, it, it's, it's great. And <laughs> I followed the storyline between him and the MMA fighter, Chris Bungard. They wrestled on uh, ICW. Um, and I thought, I thought it was, I just thought it was unreal. Mm-hmm. Is he really like that? Is he <laughs> actually that hard leaning conservative? Um, I don't know if that's actually his persuasion, but when he did mess, when we were speaking about setting up the podcast, he did say, I will be doing it as Thatcher, right? Okay. And I went, okay, cool. Okay. So we had the chat, and after we ended the the chat, I went, I've never wanted to punch a guest before. 
<laughs> but you, you've, you've, I wanted to. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, if I was next to that picture of Margaret Thatcher with the Union Jack, I would burst into flames personally. I don't know about anyone else here. It was it was the t-shirt that Bungard wore in response. Oh, one. yeah. God yeah. damn it. That's, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let people do their yeah, own research yeah, into that. Let's not... Uh, just, I'm not mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was so creative. Like he was in like a, an MMA cage, like, cause they actually had like the, you know, behind the scenes kind mm. of things they would catch in like WWE and stuff like that. And Chris Bungard would come in and they would have this fight. He would beat up the cabinet. And then uh, Thatcher Wright hate Chris Bungard because he always carries out Margaret Thatcher's autobiography around with him. Huh? Which <laughs> it's just like, it, it just blew my mind. And I was like, this is like so creative and entertaining. Yeah. I've not laughed like this in years. <laughs> but that is what wrestling, it makes you feel <laughs> something, right? Whether you're that's entertained, whether you find it hilarious. That's, that's it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why I'm, I'm so into promoting it and, and, and showing that, again, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a proponent for the live experience. I think it's the best thing in the world to go to see. Uh, it's usually, and it's cheap, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you get a good, good bit of entertainment for, what, 10, 15 quid each. Yeah. yeah good fun. Three hours, and you can shout what, generally you can shout what you want, <laughs> and uh, you're going to see folk bat each other for a bit, and you know at the end of the day, it's just a good bit of entertainment. It's panto, that's what it is. Um, but but yeah, the, the, the Thatcher one that was that was so fun to do because it's the first time I've had to kind of not play a character, but I had to just go with what he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rest of them, it's just chats, and I could just I could ask questions of that, but I had to kind of target my chat to his character. Was it like the most interesting one you've done? Just because you're like, what am I actually have to expect here? Yeah, because again, because yeah, because I had to go with right. I'm asking that. I'm not asking the person behind that. Yeah, right, questions. you're asking. I'm asking the actual, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So it was probably the closest I've been to like. Let me see, like backstage, uh, <laughs> backstage interviews, and that's probably the closest I've I get to doing that because it was yeah, it was just it was yeah, it was an interesting thing to do. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I have had offers to do more of them. I just haven't set them up yet um, in character uh, interviews and. Yes, it's just, yeah, it's interesting anyway, yeah. Who's someone that you've not had on yet that you would really like to have on? Um, so a lot of guys from, like, ICW. I'm starting to get a couple of guys from ICW, like, say, I've got their tag team champions, KOE, that was the most recent episode. Uh, Jack Jester would probably be up there, mainly because of my wife's favourite wrestler, and that would just, she might actually points. watch this episode. Yeah. Uh, it's Jack Jester, BT Gun, those kind of guys. One of my favourites outside Aspen Faith is uh, someone called Everson Jane. Um, who wrestles across the country, and we've I've set up chats with her so many times they just they've fallen through at the last minute. So I'm hoping now that I've got Grado, that's my next target <laughs> is to try and get gates open. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to get Emerson Jane. Um, but as far as like guests of what to get on, right? I've never I've haven't put this anywhere, but I've 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 had emails back and forth with Jeff Janet, uh, but again they've just fallen yeah. through, and Scotty Too Haughty was the two guys that I was chatting to. But again, we just couldn't get times and dates because, you know, um, the time and dates and, you know, the time difference, that's the word. Mm-hmm. It just hasn't happened yet. But those, I'm still pursuing Scotty to, to the point where I think he might just block me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was what I was hoping to get on. And uh, yeah, I've, 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 like I say, if you've got your DMs open and you've wrestled in Scotland at least once, I'm going to at least try. And yeah, get his. No, 100%. I'm trying to get the other Highlander. That's my, yeah. <laughs> that's my other goal as well is to get uh, Robbie. Uh, Robbie McAllister, but um, I say if you're if you're Scottish wrestling, I'll at least I'll have a chat with you for an hour and we'll we'll see what happens. Have you had Ravy Davy on at all yet? 
No, he's another one that yeah, we, yeah. we've had a chat and it just hasn't happened yet. So Because I watch his, um, is it Manky Food Reviews or something like right. that on TikTok and they're absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Like he keeps going to Best Kebab in different disguises. <laughs> yeah. so, like, it's absolutely that. amazing. <laughs> no, he's like the, one of the busiest guys around at the moment. Where yeah. they, I don't know how, but... You know, there's always some sort of headline of him ending up in places, yeah. weird, wonderful places by mistake. Yeah. By mistake. Uh, by mistake. So, um, yeah, it's just a kind of timing, really. And at the moment, because because I do have a child, uh, I'm trying not to do evening recordings now. Yeah, yeah. So mostly I record Sundays. So that's not really the most opportune time for ICW yeah, folk. Yeah, come on, yeah. And that, so it's, it's now just, yeah, it's just trying to find a time that suits everyone kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, but no, there's, I haven't really got anything much further than March, but I'm sure I'll get more cool guests on after that. <laughs> I'll try <laughs> to anyway. Um, have you ever wrestled yourself, Billy, or thought no, about wrestling? No, I have not. I've been on a wrestling show, uh, Dundee, in a company I, I'm not going to name because they're awful. Uh, but I was <laughs> way early on, I went to one of their shows. They had Roddy Piper. Tatanka, Teddy Biassi, and Chavo Guerrero on it. That was no my first way. ever Scottish Jesus. Wow. It was down in Perth. Um, of all places. I know. A Jura Centre was like, like an ice rink. Um, so I went, went to see that and I got, got chatting with the guys there and I, I didn't know about WrestleZone. I didn't know about anything. It was kind of near me. So I thought this is my local company. It's Dundee, of all places. Um, so I kept going down and they'd had this thing where it was like um, they're choosing a general manager. So you put in your video... And I thought, that's going to be a good laugh. I'll do that. Again, fire up the iCreate. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, I, I sent it in. And I'm fairly certain because I was doing the SWTV stuff at that point, that's probably why they put me forward because I could give them a bit more exposure for maybe whatever reason. So I ended up going down and doing an in-ring segment where I didn't hold a microphone correctly because I held it too far away from my face. So nobody could hear me. That was the first time. It was terrible. It was the worst thing. I, I've watched the footage back, and uh, the microphone's like there in comparison, so you can't actually. Oh, trust hear what me. I say. We get that all the time. Like, yeah. This is one of the best things about having people on that also, whether it be music or, or yeah. podcast or whatever, is they know where the microphone is. Because I feel like a bit of a dick if I tell them, "Can you just bring that a bit closer to your mouth?" And then they're like, "Here." No, yeah. they're like moving their chairs about and yeah. stuff like that. Like the microphone moves, and it's understandable because, like, obviously. Most people, everyone basically is taught not to speak with a microphone in their face <laughs> most of the time. So I understand it, but it is like frustrating when you then go into post and you're like trying to match everything. And you're like, oh, if only I just asked them to sit a bit further <laughs> forward, this could be so much easier. But anyway, uh, my gripe. But a second appearance for them um, afterwards, it was, it, it was so they were looking for an assistant at that point. So I thought, I'll do it again. Why not? Put my video in. And uh, I, I was, I was heel. Which was amazing. It was awesome. So fun. Yeah, the best way to be, man. So I turned up in uh, just, I looked like I was in school. I had a white shirt, uh, black trousers, but I'd slip on black shoes, which I broke the sole of that morning. So I put them on and the sole had broken off it. Oh, no, so I kind of yeah. just like glued it back on, hope for the best. And uh, <laughs> I had a clip on black tie, which I lost four times in that night. <laughs> so I was the heel, I was the suck up guy. So I ran out, I'd push over the, the, good guy who's trying to be the assistant i got to rile up the fans and uh it, i had a blast it was just a shame the companies they're arseholes but uh, <laughs> i didn't know that at the time i'd rose to specs i thought they were the best thing ever 
But uh, yeah, so I've done in-ring stuff. Yeah. But I'm no interested in wrestling. <laughs> no, not at all. But my, my, like one dream I have when it came to wrestling was I'd love to like just go the top rope, interfere in a match, like jump on the top rope, elbow drop or something, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. run out. Do you ever do like a, or even like grab a, the leg? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you ever do like a Michael Cole kind of thing where like you get into like interviewing guys backstage for a company, maybe do a bit of commentary and that? I would, I would love to do that. Yeah, I think that would. I, I've tried. I've done like little demos for commentary like i just watch it on my tv and then record and then just put it over the top yeah uh <coughs> sorry i'm ruining your edit here uh, <laughs> so yeah um so i've i've tried i did that at the start of last year no start of this year um i just really haven't pursued it any further i would love to do backstage stuff but again the companies that are local they've got guys that do that anyway so it's normally good looking women, isn't it? Yeah, so, so, or it's Chinese that do that. So it's, yeah. it's not, I wouldn't want to step in and go, right, get out. Yeah. Um, but like W3L, that show, uh, the one you went to, I uh, got to speak to the, the champion Taylor Bryden like during the interval. Um, so we did like a wee, it's one of the like really short episodes, like it's like six minutes long. So I was just backstage in the in Bishop Mill Hall. So even if I did, got to do that, I'd probably be quite happy. Just, speaking to guys in person for a couple minutes they're just like throw it on youtube but no backstage stuff that, that would be that'd be cool i'd yeah. do that uh so I, I wanted to uh ask about just trying to find where my notes are here is there any is there every time a wrestler's got mad at you like legit mad no no, no. Uh, well not for the podcast reasons anyway um Oh, this sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't like what I write. And again, I try to be as positive as I can, but I have, I did have a, a occasion where I was a wrestler. He's a wrestler anymore, so I'll name him. He was called Jimbo Baron. And I, I said that he looked like a wet fish when he wrestled because he kept his lip, his, his wrist really limp. Okay. And it was so distracting to watch. And then, so, so, Apparently he didn't like that. And uh, next time I saw him wrestle was in Keith, and he eyeballed me the whole match. Like, and I was watching him like, okay, this is a bit weird. <laughs> Did he have his wrist gripped to like oh, self conscious? Really good match, yeah. weirdly. Like, so, <laughs> um, but he had a really good match, and I was like, oh, cool. Clapped at the end. I don't know if he thought I was being sarcastic, but I was just like, oh, good match, good match, because it was. Uh, but no, I've had that. Um, I do. I do, I do lists. I did a SWN 100. So I don't know if you did a PWI 500. Yeah. Um, so I did the SWN 100 this year. And it's just, I I, I have no say in it. So it's about uh, win-loss record, title wins, all that kind of stuff. Folk didn't like that because they weren't on it, I'm guessing. Um, we did year-end awards and the Northeast guys, WrestleZone, they won a bunch of them. And folk weren't happy with that. because oh, so thought, like bias. They thought <laughs> I was biased. But I didn't vote in them. So I can't be biased at my end because I didn't vote them. Uh, so folk didn't like that. So there's bits and pieces here and there of, of things I put out. Nothing about the podcast that I can remember anyway. Um, but generally stuff I've put on the site and folk don't like, they have taken offence. There was one guy who messaged me asking if I hated them because I was quite negative about their match. I went, no, it wasn't a good match. That's just I'm nothing against you personally. It's yeah, just, and it's strange how like... <laughs> People are, I don't say people are sensitive. I guess we are, but like we take it as like personal attacks when because it's constructive criticism, right? It's not I, like I try to be, yeah. yeah. It's not like you're saying, oh, they should never wrestle again. It's just focusing yeah. around one 
particular match maybe not the case with the um you know limp wrists or, or whatever it was but uh, Ed, uh, the one that i remembered that i was actually going to ask before that was do you think there's someone in the scottish wrestling scene right now that like five years from now could be like the next grado could be the the next uh one to cross over into like the mainstream i guess you would call it i would hope there's a guy called ian skinner and he's part of the cabinet he was part of the cabinet um he's so entertaining as a as a person uh he's actually he used to live in elgin um, oh really wow he, i think he's he's moved about quite a few times over the years but he's he's really creative in his promos and i would like to think you get i think he, he used to do stand-up comedy as well as well for a bit to open mic nights and stuff like that and if there's anyone he's really young if there's anyone that i would like to see do really well it'd be him yeah. because he's just he's if you watch the episodes that i've done with him He's a little bit nuts as well. Okay, <laughs> but but yeah, that would be a guy that I would I would love to see just explode in places and appear in things and what have you. I think Ravy Davey will. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Because he does like TikTok stuff. He's nef- he's nef- here. No, no, he's no. Nef- here. He'll just he'll just do what he needs to do. <laughs> I'm to- telling you, every time he goes into best kebab in those disguises, I absolutely lose myself. <laughs> That's the best thing on the internet. It really is. Um, a Jack Jester as well, because he did the Scots. Uh, and he lost a panto recently. As uh, I, I was laden, so I'm guessing he was Jafar. Because mm-hmm. look at him. Um, so I think he's going to do that. He's going to be that crossover guy. I think he's going to do a lot more TV. Um, he's really nice to speak to as well, which makes it even funnier when you see him wrestle. He's got a massive corkscrew. It comes out or tent peg. Um, he comes out with. He's all scary. He's got the the contact lens, so he's got one blue eye and one black eye and. And then we speak to him, he's like really pleasant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, Jester's your next crossover guy into into TV, I think. Ravy Davies is your next final, he's still, he is a final star anyway, but he's your next explosive final Aye. star. But I would like to see Ian Skinner be, be the next guy. Awesome. What about like the, the local scene? I'm um, just aware of our time, we're hitting an hour now. I know you uh, need to be out here soon, but uh, like, you know, obviously we've had um, Mayhem on, but mm-hmm. that obviously is a connection because bradley and lee Ch- train at the same mma gym what what does the local scene for murray look like in wrestling how many local wrestlers are there murray there's not that much because um, the wthl comes here once he, once or twice a year so mm-hmm. that's that's murray that's that's it that's um wrestlezone did keith but they haven't done it since their turn of shows after the pandemic yeah mm-hmm. so i'd like to see them do keith because they're really they're really fun shows they're just in longmore hall i don't know if it's still open uh longmore hall but um they're just really fun shows. A uh, little, little bit of silliness. They've got a guy they use in these little shows called Super Executioner. And again, it's a ridiculous thing. He's a guy in a black mask, looks like a bit of a gimp. And uh, for some reason, people call him Super Smelly. And that's just hilarious to me for, for that amount of time. Um, but yeah, money itself, I would like to see more shows here. Maybe not once a month. I think I would be too, I'd be overkill. Yeah, mm-hmm. But maybe more than twice a year. Yeah, maybe like uh, every quarter or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, Rocket yeah. Wrestle, they did shows in Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a couple of shows in Forest. They did like BT Gun and Jack Jester through to those shows. So that was cool. Uh, Inverness, sometimes ICW, come, they came up here recently, come up to Inverness recently. You used to go to, when you were younger, but it used to be like, fake undertaker and fake cane wrestling oh, i was so hoping you you'd bring up tribute shows yes yeah because I, I remember to going to one or two of these things and they were they were so bad they were good oh uh, i <laughs> i i went to what it was, it was wwf gb it was called i don't know the results but it was april 2001 so it was 10 when i went to see it my dad took me 
because it was wrestling. So he's like, oh, he'll like this. Show ended, and my dad turned to me and went, yeah, I'm going to take you to one of those shows again. That was <laughs> awful. And all I remember was there was a fake mankind, and a guy kept jumping onto the apron and got punched by the fake mankind. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I remember from the show. And I wish I knew what the match card was. I wish I could see footage of it, because that's the only memory I have of it in the town hall and oh god you know what bring back tribute shows why not yeah, <laughs> yeah man yeah definitely do you do you want to bring up that question you were talking about yeah the other so day I've, got, I've, got, go? I've got a fan question oh, okay <laughs> um so i don't know i don't know you'll, you'll maybe see where i've got this so I've, I've got a question i've been asked to ask you and the question is where did you get the scar on your arm from uh i could guess who asked that question uh yes Aiden. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I've, I, I'm glad you didn't, didn't mention it because I've told everyone at this point, but no, I, I got drunk and fell off a child's roundabout thing. <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you've seen, like, no, uh, Abel Hour. I used to have a spinning, I think I've got one in Cooper Park as well, the spinning disc thing. Yeah. 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 yeah I jumped, tried to jump off it and didn't make it. So I, I landed and broke my arm, and th- uh, broke my elbow in three places. So. And are reminded by it via the scar. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not great, but yeah. So that's that's how I got that. So thanks, thanks, Ian. thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, I've just got kind of one one kind of summing question for myself. You've got a couple yourself. Um, it's one question broken down into three, Billy. Okay. Can you give me your favourite Scottish wrestler of all time? Your favourite all-time wrestler. And your favourite current kind of WWE wrestler? Okay, so all-time Scottish wrestler. It's a very easy one. I would like to say it's Aspen because he's my favourite right now, but it's probably Drew, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. Just with the amount of success he's had in that. Yeah, yeah. and again, he's super humble. Um, Like, I don't want to brag or anything, but he he follows me on Twitter. Um, And I've messaged him, and he messaged me back. (laughs) This is the weirdest thing ever. Because um, I messaged him, like, like oh, check me out here. But uh, I messaged him the day after he won the title at WrestleMania, and it was just, like, amazing, tear oh. my eye kind of thing. And he just, I mean, it's, it's one-word answers and reply, but still, he's replied. Yeah, it's a reply. Right? <laughs> yeah. So he just replied, thanks. So I was like, That's, this is the best thing ever. And I, I, I tried to get him on the podcast, so I asked him, who do I contact to get you on? He gave me the email contact them they weren't interested in yeah. but you know that's what we're, we're having the same difficulty with kevin mccade at the moment yeah. <laughs> and when i say at the moment i mean the last two and a half years yeah. <laughs> um so so that was all time scottish yeah probably drew um that'd be easy easy one all time in general i would say jeff hardy probably because i've got because i've got the the whole hardy boys tattoo and all that kind of stuff um i want to say steve austin as well just because it's Uncle Steve Austin, but yeah, Jeff Hardy would probably be the one. And right now, in WWE, who'd actually just like like watching? I really like watching Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens is yeah. great, man. Yeah, I was some athlete. Like. Yeah, I was trying to think of of guys that I like, like because I don't watch Raw SmackDown Live or anything like that. I just pick up the YouTube stuff. It's like, who do I actually go see the clips of? And it's usually Kevin Owens. At the moment, it's Sami Zayn as well because the whole Bloodline thing is just. It's coming to head. Tonight. It seems like they finally found something that they can actually kind of make Roman Reigns. Like, because for years they pushed Roman Reigns and mm. the crowd just did not accept it. You know, yeah. they got mm. him to beat the Undertaker after it wasn't really cool to beat the Undertaker anymore because um. Brock had done it at WrestleMania 30 and all that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the advantage they could do a lot of the Roman stuff 
when it, they had the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot more performance art because you could hear what Roman was saying. So he could get his character across so well that when the, the crowd came back, they knew what he was about. They'd done all the character building at that point. And so when the crowds came back, they were like, yeah, we know you're you're a bastard, so we're going to boo you because you're a bastard. Um, Thunderdome was a weird, weird time. Um, I don't know if any of you guys did the Thunderdome. We're a part of it. Did the... Oh, it was, no. it was odd. I was sitting on my computer at, at one o'clock in the morning watching a pay-per-view with my face maybe appearing in the background every so oh, often. Oh, yeah. Was this with the, during the pandemic where they got the, the, uh, the virtual uh, the kind of fan experience? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever spot yourself? Yeah. 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 I'd spend a lot of the pay-per-view watching for myself, so I c- it didn't really... It wasn't really good for watching the wrestling. <laughs> I, was, I was more concentrated just watching for me. Like, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Where yeah. am I? Did it feel like it took away from the experience watching wrestling during lockdown when, like, there wasn't the crowd there for mm. the atmosphere and that? Yeah, yeah, it 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 did. I mean, I I enjoyed watching it through the Thunderdome. It was again, okay, it was odd, but I could just watch it at whatever clock in the morning. Um, and then just go to bed and I'd have to worry about really getting up in the morning because I worked from home, so I could look like shit. Would it be think. especially weird as well, considering the time you grew up watching wrestling, there was literally guys fighting in the crowd. Mm. Like, yeah. I, I always go back, I think Triple H had a street fight with Cactus Jack in the oh, Royal Rumble. 2000. And that was all over the place. Mm. And there was they were literally fighting in amongst guys. And now, like, as you're saying, is it, is it take away? Is it like... How big an experience difference is that from what you grew up to to, to, to now? It's like yeah, the performance center WrestleMania was <coughs> was like at least the Thunderdome. They tried to do something to at least have some atmosphere, even though it was a bit weird. But when they didn't have that and they were trying, they were scrambling at that point. They did the the WrestleMania at the performance center where it was no crowd, nothing, silence. Drew won his first WWE title against Brock Lesnar in front of nobody, oh, nothing. Man. And it was just, it was awkward. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was like you're watching it and you were proud. That was the one I, I convinced Kelly to stay up to watch because she'd I never seen one. Dream. I was like, watch it. And, and then she watched it going, yeah, I can't watch this. There's no crowd. There's no atmosphere. This is boring to me. Like, I know, but it's historic. <laughs> that was the thing like i remember drew mcintyre kind of first coming on to the wwe scene like 2007 mm. and it was like vince mcmahon was saying this is going to be a wwe champion and then i didn't hear from him for years so i just kind of thought he must have been cut or whatever yeah, and then for, for years was it not was william regal the only british guy for years for, um, uh, and maybe davy davy boy smith yeah i was gonna say probably there's a maybe a crossover between uh davy boy smith and then uh regal and then, yeah, Dave Taylor was about for a little bit as well. Um, fun fact, he threatened to slap me at an Aberdeen show. That was fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, and, uh, yeah, and then, and then Drew. And then, but nowadays, we've got so many. Oh, got, well, yeah. Wade Barrett, that, that's one. We've Is got, he still he, about? Yeah, he's yeah, a commentator yeah. now, but we've got uh, like Nikki, Nikki Cross. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what their WWE names are. Alba Fire, uh, Isla Dawn, Drew. You got, I mean, Irish guys like Seamus as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, Finlay back in the day as Finlay well. back in the day. So there's such an influx. Wolfgang, Wolfgang and Mark Coffey are current tag team champions in NXT. Um, and it's weird knowing that when I've seen them wrestle the Ironworks. Mm. Yeah. And I'm literally going, I've literally seen you wrestle maybe less than 100 people and now you're a tag team champion at WWE. It's just 
Odd. Am I right in thinking like the WWE have like a performance center in the UK or something like that now or a training? The, no, they had. Yeah, they, they did have one. I think they're setting up NXT Europe this year. So mm. they closed the UK one and now I think they're setting Europe Do you think up. that was like a contributor to why we've got so many more people in like the big mainstream promotions? Yeah, ab- mm. absolutely. Because I suppose, I don't know if, it, if it's a contributor because visa things and stuff like yeah. that. At least, at least you can have them on WWE programming but not have to worry about visa issues, get them over to the US and all that kind of stuff. So at least they can work regularly for the WWE brand and then hopefully, I'm assuming that makes it easier to get a visa to go over and work That's in the US. Brad, they kind of said as well, is like it's not so much about being a freak athlete these days or being six, seven foot tall. Mm. It's more about your ability to be an entertainer. Yeah, yes, about sell yourself. Full package, you, know. yeah. you could be an excellent wrestler, you could be the best in the world, but if you can't speak... There's, yeah, there's just yeah. yeah. You're gonna you're gonna just you're, you could probably be used in places like AEW where where your work is kind of over can overshadow your actual speaking ability. Mm-hmm. But if it's WWE, you have to be able to speak. That's yeah. just it now. Anyway, well, that has been us for an hour and fifteen minutes, Billy. Um, I, I guess it, I mean we've started asking this recently. I, did Did you enjoy the experience of coming on the talk? Yes. Oh, yeah. well, considering that I came in here quite nervous because again. <laughs> Don't speak to people in real life often. Um, <laughs> and I, this has been good fun. I, I don't know if anyone's if if I brought up any points or any any words of wisdom. But if people listen to it, then ace. And, uh, and where can people find you, Billy? Um, Twitter most of the time at Scott Resnet. But uh, I've got website swnscotland.com, Available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SWN, or Scott Wrestling Network. Uh, we're everywhere. We'll talk about most things wrestling related. And if you've got any questions, again, Twitter's the best place to find me. Fantastic. Awesome, dude. Thanks for your time. Yeah. No Cheers. Bye. Thank you.